What's going on, y'all? This Unique Day Twat Podcast. It's your boy Phelps and the man with the plan, the one that started it all, Johnny Rico in the building. AKA the Visionary, man. That's the name. Y'all better know it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, we uh, it's first episode of the podcast. You know, we're going to get into a couple of these topics we got. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first uh, topic, you know, y'all rock with us. Y'all follow us on social media. You know, uh, uh, Rico's uh, social media is uh, Instagram, j.rico. 83. AK, 83 and uh, aka the visionary you'll see it he'll pop up uh my uh instagram is uh at phelps with a z beats 24 you know what i'm saying so we're gonna get into a couple of these topics and uh you know and just you know state our opinion on you know how what we think about what's going on in society you know as of now so uh you know y'all rock with us you know what i'm saying we're gonna plenty more episodes to come you know what i'm saying like so uh First topic we really got is uh, called the state of black America right now. Like, where are we in society right now? How are we viewed in society? Are we making progress? Are we, you know what I'm saying, declining? You know, so uh, I'll, I'll let Big Bro start this up, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll let Rico start it off. We got, long, we, got, we got a long way to go still. I mean, we went from the 60s to Dr. King, Brother Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Third Grill Marshall, Rosa Parks. I mean, you know, it, names can go on and on, but I would say the state of black America right now, bro, we we, we at war right now. But do you feel like they sacrifice was in vain, or are we seeing, like, you know, certain progresses? Look, even if it's on, on, a, on a, you know, minute type of, you know it's, what I'm saying? It's both. Because you got one half that's you got a lot of young black entrepreneurs, male and females, that's doing what they're doing. But also, you got society portraying African-Americans being still puppets on the string for mm. white America. Especially with these kids, because these kids don't even know their history. Facts. They facts. can't even tell you the basic history of hip-hop, because they don't give a fuck. That's facts. That's facts. And I manage young artists. That's facts. So... I mean, as a society, it used to be a point in time where, nigga, you can walk down the street and be on the block and, you know, it might sound negative saying this shit, but the dope man used to cut the, cut the old lady grass next door. Exactly. They had morals back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You never fuck with women and children. That was always the code of the exactly. streets. You know what I'm saying? You never fucked with the old people. You always show respect. Even if they got on your goddamn nerves, you still was like, how you doing, Mr. Such and Such? I'm going to let my mama know that you uh, want her to come over there and cook her some, some collard greens tonight. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, these niggas ain't got respect. I mean, grandma's is 35 years old now. Right. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? The daughter 21, the grandma 35, and the baby <laughs> six months old. <laughs> right. The grandma trying to go to the bar, nigga, so she can shake her ass right quick. Or right. she dancing at the club. Right. I feel like, really, man, like... White America has their finger on the pulse as far as they somewhat they know what's going on and they do shit to alter it. Like Lord Jamar said some shit in the Vlad TV interview that was real. America is scared of a black planet. Like we created most shit that's going on now. Like as black people, you know what I'm saying? Like that he they don't want that to happen. I feel like that's why a lot of these drugs is manufactured and like lean all this shit. That's like it it makes niggas not want to read. They don't want to learn shit. 
like uh, David Banner said in the interview too, man. Like we raising a, a, a era of like mindless zombies, bro. Like even the music that's coming out. Like now nah, you can find good music if you look hard enough and shit. But these it's no substance no more. Like everything is trap, trap, trap. Even the uh, the country song Lil Nas X or whatever his name is came out with. Like mm-hmm. it's no substance, bro. Like it's microwave music. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta look at something like this. The mafia said the best back in the day. The mafia was like. You know, back in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, they didn't they didn't want to sell dope. Mm-hmm. They was like, let the niggas do it. Let the niggas kill themselves. Mm-hmm. White America, it's, drugs never been a problem until little Becky and Tommy went to start buying drugs. Mm-hmm. Because of any mm-hmm. nigga, because right. of any nigga of the age of 30 to like 40 years old, they remember as a kid seeing this shit, and I don't give a fuck, nigga, you can lie and say if you want to, but... America used to make drugs. They had in the Time magazine when they said cocaine, powder cocaine, for those that know, you know, it's a powder substance first. Right, right. They was glorifying that shit, calling that, saying, is this the new party drug? Because all the rich white people that was doing stocks and bonds on Wall Street mm. was doing cocaine. And this is back in what years? Like This was like in the early 80s, probably like damn, about 80, so before crack, 81. before hard hits. Like. Crack didn't hit to like about 83, 84. For y'all that don't know hard, it's crack. Like, yeah, you cook hard. It you cook it up, it's hard. Like, you know, it's a lot more to it, but you know, I ain't trying to get indicted. Right. <laughs> you know, we don't know if feds might be listening. Damn. That's crazy. That's but, crazy. I mean, it was a drug. It was a popular drug. Right. Like Miami Vice and all them shows. That mm-hmm. was popular drugs because they was talking about the cocaine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most of your favorite artists. Rappers, singers, like Ash your mama them. That was back in the eighties. They know my sister now. Shit. Yeah. I mean Eddie Griffin had an interview on Vlad too. Like he was talking about like cocaine was normal back in the day. Like niggas wear spoons around their necks and all that type of shit. Like that was just like how weed is today, man. That's that's what it was back then. You know what I'm saying? Now if you a crackhead like growing up in the hood, you know what I'm saying, like crackheads are frowned upon, you know what I'm saying? Like, cocaine is really for the doctors and lawyers and shit like that, celebrities, all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? They still fuck with to the death. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But that shit is like... It's expensive habit. It's a very expensive habit. You know what I'm saying? Crack is a cheap drug. Crack, yeah. Crack is the cheaper version of cocaine. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, I mean, back on the, like, the state of black America, I do feel like we, maybe we're making small progresses, man, like, but I still feel like they're dumbing down to generate like I say this is the dumbest not the no disrespect to any artist but I say like musically this is the dumbest generation like, as far as substance and music it's it's harder to find music with substance now like you got to go back to the goats that did it you know in the early days and all that type of shit like they're dumbing down the music man like white people put all these you know what I'm saying like these drugs out and there's chemical you know what I'm saying like it manufactured in a lab and all that shit that dumb these niggas down and make them lose their mind and all that shit like I mean, it affects the music like Kodak Black perfect example Kodak Black I fuck with his music I fuck with his music he he is talented but he do seem like he if somebody told me he wrote this he disrespectful, he disrespectful for one for sure dog R.I.P. my nigga Nip nigga. yeah R.I.P. the Nip man we ain't even neighborhood nigga neighborhood yeah, all man. that yeah you know what I'm saying like but he Mentally, if they told me he rolled the short bus, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they said that. Like, okay, like, it makes sense. He do seem like he ain't really got it all together. Like, why would you, like, speaking on Nip, like, why would you say that type of shit about, come on, man, this nigga, this man just passed, bro, and that's the only thing you're thinking about, my nigga? Like, come on, man, it show, like, these young niggas, they don't, they don't research and do, like, 
Nip was very important to L.A. Like, niggas act like they fuck with him all heavy and shit when he passed and shit. But he was big, you know, before he passed and shit. But Nip was doing a lot of great shit, bro, like, in the community. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a very good example for a lot of these rappers with all this money and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, a lesson learned, I feel like, from that Nip situation is, like, me and Rico came from the hood. So it's like, how do you show love to the hood, bro? Like, he was in the hood. He was showing love. He opened businesses. He inspired people. He was accessible like they could touch him you know what i'm saying it's like but you you have this man here he chilling every day they say he hanging out there every day like that was his spot like that's where he grew up and shit and then this happens you know what i'm saying like he get knocked off on some bullshit that shit was disturbing you feel me like but it's like I mean, how do you show love to the hood bro like we come from one of the worst hoods nigga Detroit is one of the worst hoods in, probably the worst hood in america nigga like besides chicago or flint you know what i'm saying like I mean, I could just give you a prime example like this. So I was at like, my job today. Uh, you know, I work in corporate America. Nigga with a felony. Mm. And I work in corporate America. I mean, I give people tests to work for different jobs and stuff like that. And young brother came in today. He had older than 19, 20 years old. He came in with some J's on, skinny jeans and a blue shirt. Mm. He was clean, cut short. You know, face was cleaned up, but... Uh, I told him, I said, I can't do the test right now because of how they corporate stand. The company I work for, and what y'all understand is this, when you're working for these corporations, they got rules you have to follow. Mm. And you have to come to a job interview presentable. Mm. So, where I'm at, and for those who are not from Detroit, I work for Michigan. And Troy, one of the biggest malls that a lot of people know about if you're from Michigan is Somerset. Somerset is like the expensive-ass mall. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, you know, you got a check. So he whipped out a thousand in my face. I looked at him and laughed and said, nigga, that's chump chump. When you got bands, then you got some money. So I told him, look, I said, I know a nigga that work at Gucci. Go holler at the Gucci store. Get you some shoes. Go holler at my man's and my Brooks Brothers. Get you a suit. Mm-hmm. And I said, you got an hour. Come back and I'll give you the interview. And I'm going to mm-hmm. help you with the test. Mm-hmm. And I'm going by and I can get fired for doing that shit. But I'm willing to help this young brother because I done been in his shoes before. Mm, so did he come back? Fuck no, I ain't seen that nigga. Back. Nigga, I get I get off at seven at night. Uh, that nigga didn't call, show up, or nothing. Wow. I end up giving the job to a white boy because wow. the white boy passed the test, so I sent it to corporate, and corporate sent me an email before the day was over and it said he got the job. Mm. That's sad, man. I mean, you try to help these young niggas, man. It's not not to really put all of them in the same box, but you know what I'm saying, like. It's sad. I mean, you know, music plays a big part, man. Music affects people subconsciously, man. Like, it dumbs them down the way they don't really give a fuck about. Definitely a street nigga. Like, he sounded like he was a street nigga. I don't really know this nigga. I wasn't there for the interview process, but pull three racks out your pocket. You're probably in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's sad, man. I mean, that's that's an area we do need to still make progress in, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we'll get to this next topic that's very important, and I really want to hear a lot of people's input on this, too, man. Like, <laughs> me and me and big bro, we talk about this shit all the time, dog. Like, like being single and versus being being in a relationship, like the perks. You know what I'm saying? Like, very, very, very important topic, man. Like, I deal with certain women, man, that they want to be in a relationship, and that's not where I'm at. Like, I learned I being in relationships, you know what I'm saying? And no disrespect to nobody I was in a relationship with, you know what I'm saying? But it's slow, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has its perks, you know what I'm saying? But it 
you know, it's like a teach his own type of thing. You know what I'm saying? But what would you say? Like being what like what would you prefer? Being single or being a me personally I prefer being single. Until I'm really, really ready for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Man, I done went through three different relationships. Mm. I done went through a relationship where, you know, I met a chick. You know, we still cool to the day. That's more. You know, we talk every blue moon, but uh, how she lied and said, dude was her baby daddy. Mm. And isn't it called to be her husband? Oh, shit. And he was locked up at the time. But she's telling me this is her baby daddy, and she got her whole family to lie. I'm talking about sisters, Yikes. brother, everybody was lying, saying this nigga. <laughs> and I'd have been around her kid, been at her crib, and Sheesh. all that shit. And, you know, then I had another situation where I was with somebody which I wanted the relationship more than they did, and she didn't want the relationship like mm. that. She was more so, she was willing to buy me shit instead of. Really spending the time with the nigga, like the phone calls, the text messages, mm. spending time with each other. You know what I'm saying? And then I would say the first situation I had when I first came home from the joint, and for those who don't know, yes, I've been incarcerated, but it's not something I wear as a badge of honor. It just was a learning experience. Mm. That'd be another topic. But, you know, she was more hung up on, she knew a nigga used to run with a certain crew. Mm. So she was more worried about, is you gonna get back into the street game? Cause she like she wanted the nigga to have both the legit money and the street money. Mm. So the last relationship probably would been the one with the girl who didn't want really the relationship. I went through the oh what was me stage baby come back take me back. <laughs> you know I'm calling her Riley. trying to beg her to get her <laughs> back and shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I went through the fuck these hoes I'm a party party type shit. Now it's to the point where it's like. If we on the same mental, and when I say mental, I mean, I don't give a fuck if you got a car. I don't give a fuck if you got a job. I don't give a fuck if you got your own crib. Hmm. Nigga, I don't care about that shit. And that's the problem right now with the single shit. What motherfuckers fail to realize is because just because you got a car, a crib, and a job don't make you a good man or a good woman. Hmm. Facts, facts. Because I'm niggas right now. I'm not going to speak no names, but... Mm -hmm. I got a partner right now that beat the shit out of this bitch every day. Yikes. You know what I'm saying? He whoop her ass, and this nigga got a good-ass job. Damn. I'm talking about making close to 100K a year. Got three, four properties in the city, got a business, nice cars, everything. I agree with that, man. Like, I feel like women should base it more on mentality than material things. A lot of women are not materialistic. There is a lot of women are that's not materialistic, but... Some women, if you ain't got certain shit in order or whatever and shit, your own this or your own that or whatever and shit, they don't even want to fuck with you. But you might be a really good person with aspirations to get there. You care. know what I'm saying? They don't care. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying like that. That's that's really what matters, dog. Like all that materialistic shit, man. Like when you get in a relationship, that shit go out the window. It's like looks. Like you might find a bad bitch. She might be cool as hell. You chop it up with her, y'all end up hooking up or whatever and shit, and y'all might end up together. Like, over time, nigga, looks wear off. I don't care what nobody say. If you're in a relationship for a certain period of time, all that shit, that shit wears off. And it's the mental communication. And how is this person? And can y'all live together? And can you see yourself with her in five, ten years type but you, shit? But you see, listen, you talking about that, but you feel to realize right now. What I've seen just from 2012 to 2019, every conversation I had with a female, it's always... 
Oh, that nigga did this. That nigga did that. I was in a relationship with this nigga for seven years, ten years, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I got all. I got two kids with this nigga. But here's the thing, right here. I, I understand. They say love is a powerful thing, and I understand a lot of black women. They try to stay by their man and try to, you know, what I'm saying uplift this nigga. But at the same time, real nigga shit. Hell, if the nigga don't get his shit together about three years, baby girl, you need to find somebody different. There ain't no disrespect to my niggas out here. Facts, facts. I ain't male bashing no niggas, and I ain't female bashing nobody. Right. But like my mama used to always say, it's her side, his side, and the truth. And the truth. Facts. And that's what everybody fail to realize, because a lot of women, they hold animosity towards a man to the next relationship. Because Michigan is really the only state that do that shit. Mm. Because I done been to Cali. I'd have been in Illinois. I'd have been in New York. Mm. And I'm talking about the state of New York for y'all that don't know. Huh. New York is a state. <laughs> okay. I'd have been in Maryland, D.C., Baltimore, B-more. Shout out to my niggas out there in B-more, man. A lot of niggas I used to roll with back in the day. Salute. You know what I'm saying? Florida. Mm. Nigga, I done spoke with bitches from overseas. I'm sorry. My, my disrespect, ladies. I ain't mean to disrespect y'all. You know what I'm saying? Women from overseas. And they'll say, oh, my baby daddy, one of my ex-boyfriend and nothing. Then they'll be like, what's up with me and you? And then they move on to the next subject. Mm. As to women in Michigan, women in Michigan feel like you owe them something for what they did in mm. the past. You owe me for what the last nigga did. See, what I feel like with a lot of mi- women in Michigan, I didn't really go. I lived in Atlanta for like maybe four years. So it's like four mm. or five years. Like I feel like m- women in Michigan have to stop bringing their past and what they went through to the next relationship or the next nigga they deal with. Oh, niggas ain't shit. Oh, niggas, you know what I'm saying? All oh, niggas cheat, all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've met a couple niggas, dog, that really do not cheat. Like, they want a woman. They that are want, good men out here. It's good men out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I met a nigga, like, he was a singer. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you know what I'm saying? I got another one, but he, uh, you know, they... He didn't like threesomes. He ain't like, you know, he wasn't into most, you know, the shit that most niggas into. Like, most niggas love with love. How 50 Cent said, like, what's better than one woman? Two. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't into that. That wasn't his thing. He wanted a good woman. He couldn't really find one still to this day. I ain't gonna put his name out there. Let's you know be what I'm saying? But Let's be honest. Do you really think a nigga really gonna wife a chick that he had a threesome with? Would you really wife her? I mean... It depends, man. Like it really depends on the, the 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 level of the connection y'all got and the loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a relationship. Like my first time, I had a threesome, dog. Like that shit fucked me up. I wasn't ready for it. I was a young nigga. I was probably about 21, 22, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when she did it, it's like she was kind of Jay. You know, going towards the females more type shit. Oh, I thought anyway. You know, so I just wasn't really ready at the time and shit. Like. So I say, if you're going to bring that into the relationship or whatever and shit, like you have to make sure both of y'all are ready. Because he may be okay with it or whatever and shit, so but you, you may think, not be. So why you think women running to men? Well, not running to men, I'm sorry. Why are women running to other women? And why are men... Because women have that comfort. Like, they, their communication is a lot different than niggas. Certain shit they do, we can't do. Like, how they explain themselves to each other and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's just shit we can't do You know what I'm saying Like we don't It's like bro code We can't They can confide And all that shit But most women I find that You know what I'm saying Like they like other women And shit They still do like Even like women that You know they say they gay Or whatever like that 
No disrespect to LGBT, you know what I'm saying, but they're not always gay. I done had stud women at my job, bro, like, that would be throwing it at me, dog. Like, but it's like, yo, like, you, you look like one of the homies, nigga. Like, I ain't about to, you know Why what I'm saying? Like, but this is the thing right here. If you say you don't fuck with men, right? Why are you with a woman that dress like a man, acts like a man? Mm. At the same time, she fucks you with a dildo, which is a dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, 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 a reproduced product that is shaped after a real man's. Right. You know? But you say you don't like me. I feel like when you see those type of women, you got to kind of look in their childhood, bro. Like something they went through that kind of fucked them up, or you know what I'm saying? Or something they went through that kind of threw them off. It's like if you're going to go through all that and have a woman that, that's a stud. <clears throat> Pretty bitch, but she a stud, and she got dildos and all this shit. It's like, just get with a dude. Like, you doing everything except getting with a nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's why I want to hear the opinion of if there's any women that hear this, like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all are in that lane, no disrespect to y'all, but I want to hear y'all y'all output. You know what I'm saying on this or whatever. That Email I, us at uniquedatesbybooking at gmail dot com. Facts. And we'll put your comment on the next episode. Or Thanks. you can DM either one of us on Instagram, FellsBeats24 or JDirico83. Facts. You know, that's the Facts. best way to put it. Facts. But, we'll say this. What Black America, we kind of went off topic, but Black America, what everybody got to understand is, in the 80s, we was trying to get up there. Hmm. In the 90s, we kind of started getting more positions better as doctors, lawyers, working at the post office, right, right. you know, getting positions at the plant where to the point where niggas was being supervisors or they was working in the corporate division at the big three. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody was going to HBC high, uh, colleges. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even really that popular. And those who don't, well, I should say, HBCU. If, you don't, if you don't know what HBCU is, then I don't know where you been. Because Morehouse, Spellman, and Atlanta, you know what I'm Clark saying? Clark Atlanta. Clark Atlanta, yeah. Howard. Right, Howard University. And it's so many other it's so many other colleges that I would have to Google and look, but it's a lot of them, but from the nineties all the way into the early two thousands, entrepreneurship came in. Mm-hmm. But when entrepreneurship comes, a lot of hard work and dedication that a lot of black people took their time, like Carol's daughter. Carol's daughter is an African American owned skincare and hairline and his name comes from the owner being her mother name was Carol and that's what she was her daughter and they mm-hmm. go to Carol's group which Will Smith, J.D. Pickett Smith, Mary J. Blige, Steve Scout, all them invested into her company. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's an African American owned company and you know entrepreneurship took it to a whole nother level like a lot of y'all need to read Black Enterprise. Black Enterprise puts you up on so many different black owned companies that you wouldn't even know like Metal type companies, software companies, medical mm. supply companies. A lot of people don't know. You had to look at like the black, the uh, the BE top one hundred black owned companies. Mm. In which yeah, Oprah probably still gonna be the top of the list. But I mean, a lot of people might get mad at me, but no disrespect. But uh, to me, I really feel like Oprah don't really do shit for the black community. She don't. I mean, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? She like I looked at. Prime example, I was watching Real TV yesterday. It was talking about Tony Braxton when Tony Braxton went through bankruptcy and how Oprah basically destroyed her. 
But Oprah right. so much always trying to like if niggas don't believe me, watch the interview. All you gotta do is watch the interview. Oprah basically hold the shit out of Tony Braxton, made Tony Braxton feel like she was two cent. Wow. But you know, this is the big O. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oprah didn't like hip hop, but then next minute Oprah kicking it with Jay Z. She kicking it with Ice Cube. She freestyling on her show and you all that shit. Like, yeah. But she ain't like hip hop back in the day. I feel like a lot of that shit is politics too, man. Like she got certain roles to play. She's a billionaire, bro. The so boule, she, like that cartoon that came out. Yeah, they was making yeah, fun of her ass, calling her part of the boule. Yeah, no disrespect to Oprah, you know what I'm saying? But it do seem like she kind of, she treads them waters, you know what I'm saying? Like, she don't really do much for the black community, that's facts. Just like how most people say, Obama didn't really do much for the black community, you know what I'm saying? Like, they say that. But, I mean, he created, you know, certain shit that was noticeable or whatever and shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, man, you just got to really get it on your own, man. If you depending on the government or celebrities to look out for you and save you and shit, it's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really just get out here and get it on your own, man. We got the internet now. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and Big Bro, man, I mean, we got a company and shit. Like, we, we, we straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, independently. Thanks to the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, that comes back to the subject about being single. And being in a relationship, mm. that's one of the biggest problems right there, being yes. being single, is mm. motherfuckers, when I meet chicks and I say I own my own business, man, they always think you got a lot of cash. And it's crazy when they think you own, you know what I'm saying, own your business. Now, I would say the company that we own, it's been in business for three years now. And we just seen a couple of dollars on profit, but I ain't gonna. I mean, no real business gonna never give you their real numbers or how much they make. That's just being truthful. But, I mean, it's a lot of sacrifice, it's a lot of hard work, and it's a lot of you have to find somebody that's really, 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 really understanding. And it's not even about being an entertainment, it's about if you have a business. That person has to be an understanding type of person for you. Because a lot of people can't handle the long nights. You know what I'm saying? They say they can, but no, they can't. Because I got a chick right now, I know, what she say to me, Oh, I only see you only hit me up once a month. Which is not true. And I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I say, like, women say that they can handle that. Like, I, I base it on the last relationship I've been in. They all don't, like I just said, like, don't bring your past into your, your present or your future. You know what I'm saying? But women demand attention, period. I don't give a fuck who it is. Like, if y'all get cool, you get on the, you know what I'm saying, the level where y'all communicating every day or whatever and shit, chilling, fucking every day, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, they going to demand a certain type of attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of our attention is on, you know, big bro Rico, he, he's a manager, I'm a producer, and we run a company, you know what I'm saying? So our attention is all on that. So it, like we don't really have the time to cuddle like a woman we want, you know, all that type of shit. Like, and you meet some women, they, oh, well, I could deal with that, and da, 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 until they get, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always say, don't jump in the, you know what I'm saying? Don't jump in the pool if you don't know the temperature of the water, man. It might be a little too hot or a little bit too cold, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really... Think about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, know what you want. If that's what you want and you meet somebody that's cool and they're not on the same page, just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, look, man, I, I, I say prime example. I went to Chicago two months ago. 
mm-hmm. for one of our, for one of our clients. And I left at <coughs> one Sunday. Uh, yeah, I, I left at one Sunday in the afternoon. I didn't make it to Chicago till like about four Sunday. About four, maybe close to five. It all depends on how you drive. You know how to drive, you can get there quicker. Right, right. You know, but I didn't get back to Michigan until like about four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Yikes. And that's because I still had to stay. I had to talk to different people. I had to check mm-hmm. on him. I had to see how he was doing. Make sure everything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's so many words. I mean, you know, it's a lot of things that you have to do. Like I say, being an entrepreneur, you have a lot of stuff you have to do. You have to wear a thousand different hats. Mm-hmm. Until you can finally say, I got a full-fledged staff. Now, if I had a full-fledged staff, shit, I would have took a flight to Chicago, took a flight right back out, and I'd have been back home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, niggas driving, then... You know, when you riding with other people, you got about four, five other people with you in the car. Niggas going to want to stop, get a hot dog, get a burger. Right. You know, want to stretch out. And then, you know. But what I'm saying is, young lady I, uh, I know, I told her I was going to the shop. She said, oh, so what time are you going to be back in Michigan? She's like, I get off about 1230 in the morning. I said, well, hopefully I should be back by one. Mm. Then we can link. I didn't get back to like, like I say, 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. She had an attitude with me. She had a real attitude with me. She sent me like a damn four-page letter like a leader. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, some women say they can deal with that, but once they get into those shoes, man, like, they see, like, this shit real, bro. Like, all of our attention has to go to what we trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can kick it when we got time or whatever and shit like that. It's no disrespect. You feel me? Like, every boss nigga wants... A queen at some point, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to, you know what I'm saying? To continue the empire with, or build the empire with, but she gotta be willing to deal with them. Most women can't, or a lot of women can. I ain't gonna say most, you know what I'm saying? But I'll say my advice to the ladies, man: just know what you want, stick to that. If you see a nigga is, you know what I'm saying? If he an entrepreneur and he really focused, uh, nine times out of ten, he's not gonna have that much time for you. You know what I'm saying? Like so, just, you know what I'm saying? Really just. Keep it moving. Find somebody that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really have a lot of time and a lot of money in the beginning stages. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be either or. You know what I'm saying? If you want a broke nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, stop disrespecting my niggas that be working at McDonald's and Burger King. Because them niggas be busting they ass. Y'all females need to stop doing that shit. Because that nigga flipping burgers at Burger King, you never know. That nigga might fuck around and buy the fucking franchise. Some of them, I would say. But I've had some very... Unique experiences at fast food restaurants with hood niggas, you know, in the hood. The, the McDonald's on Grand River, if y'all ain't from Detroit, y'all probably don't know the streets. Grand River and Lasher, nigga, right off the street, you know, going back towards uh, Finkel area. <laughs> nigga, dog. I pulled up in the drive-thru, dog. This nigga, I got a, uh, what the, what the fuck I get, man? I forgot. I think like breakfast or something like that. This nigga asked me for a blunt, bro. Blunt. He's like in the drive through though. This some this some Detroit shit, dog. Like I pulled up, this nigga like, yo, dog, you got a blunt. And he don't know if I'm the police or whatever, nigga. Like, you got a blunt. I'm like, what? Before he gave me the food or whatever and shit. I'm like, no, nah, nigga. I'm like, man, I, I got the weed, nigga. I just need the blunt or whatever and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, no, nah, bro, I ain't I ain't got no blunt, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, nigga, I'm trying to I'm trying to smoke one on my break, dog. Like, damn, I can't even leave this bitch. 
Nah, nigga, because it ain't no worse than them niggas on Northwestern Highway out there in Southfield. That Burger King. Oh, what? No, nigga, that's the Burger King right there. Because me and my dog, we just went there this past Saturday, nigga. We went and got us some breakfast, nigga. And them niggas, this nigga was in that bitch tying up. He was taking his work shoes off, putting some Georgia's on. They was over there playing and shit, and our food was fucked up because when we got the food, that same day, later that day, me and bro, we was fucked up. Our stomachs was fucked up. I'm talking about like rotten egg breath, belching, and niggas, niggas was shitting all day. Oh no! So nigga, I don't fuck with that midnight shift at that Burger King no more, man. Out there on Northwestern Highway on Southfield. So any of my people's out there, yeah, Southfield. Yeah, y'all yeah, know Southfield. Southfield is a, a suburb right outside Detroit, like right outside. Like you got seven mile, you got six mile, seven mile, or six mile for y'all that's not from Detroit. It's called McNichols. Then it's seven mile, eight mile. Nigga, and once you get to like nine mile, you know what I'm saying? Like all that shit, like Southfield. Nigga, you all that McNichols shit, nigga. It's six mile, nigga. I mean, it's six mile, but I mean, it's the streets say McNichols, so you know what I'm saying? You like, need some motherfucking home home improvement shit, nigga. Just make sure you go to Minners, nigga, because that's what this nigga called. Oh, <laughs> that shit. That nigga called <laughs> that shit, man. man. Dumbass. It's nigga, a store man. here in the. It's a city called Livonia, Michigan. It's like it's another one right outside of uh, Detroit. I didn't know really what that store was, man. Like so, dumbass nigga. <laughs> I call that shit Menards. This nigga, Dumb, it's called Menards. You know what I'm saying? But this nigga that heard know commercial that. A thousand times. This nigga talking about some Menards. Say big money at Menards. I heard the commercial. Then I'm like, damn, that's what they was talking about. You know what I'm saying? But, I want to know something right here, man. All my legs. I swear to God, nigga, hear my DMs for this one right here. Why the fuck do y'all always grind y'all ass on y'all homegirl, but when a nigga try to fuck around and be on your ass it's in the a club problem. or Damn, a nigga at a house party or some shit? Question, I, you know, I take that back. Y'all niggas don't throw house party no more. Get together at, at another person's house and y'all shaking y'all ass and a nigga get up and try to get up on you. Y'all motherfuckers get an attitude and try to push a nigga away. Then your girl want to act like she want to fight the nigga. Mm. Why y'all do that shit, man? And then y'all want to come around and say niggas hoe ass niggas because a nigga get mad and say fuck both of y'all bitches. <laughs> yeah, ladies respond on that. I want to. I want. I want to see y'all take on that for sure. Women are so much more comfortable with shaking their ass on their homegirls and all that shit. When a nigga come, oh nigga, the fuck I look like all that type of shit. Like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you niggas need to get y'all motherfucking nuts up too, dog. Because I done seen this shit, bro. I done been downtown. And I done seen how y'all niggas be. It be nothing but badass females down there, especially in Greek Town. Mm -hmm. Only about five guys. Downtown Detroit. You know what I'm saying? And y'all don't say shit to these females. And they be walking mm. in packs. And y'all niggas don't be saying shit. Mm. Then, niggas like me, I don't know, maybe because it's just the age I am. I'm 36. So I'm from a whole nother era mm. than everybody else. But, you know, I learned, niggas, she gonna say one or two things. Yes or, or no. <laughs> and then you go to the next if she exactly. don't. Exactly. I ain't worried about the shit. But I don't understand y'all. Y'all niggas, niggas say y'all getting hoes, but I can't tell. Y'all niggas flash money to get hoes. Yeah, but some of them, man, they be, I mean, maybe it's the fear of talking to a bad bitch or whatever and shit like that. I get a lot of my ways from my pops. Like, you know, so niggas got the looks or whatever and shit, but I got that gift of gag. Like, it don't matter. I feel like it don't matter how you look to a girl or whatever and shit. Once she get to know you and you a lame ass nigga or some shit. You still ain't gonna really get on, you know what I'm saying? Like you, one thing my pops told me: if you can make a girl laugh, you can pretty much get damn near anything out of her. Though, like you can keep her laughing, all that shit. Like, not that I'm that type of person, you know what I'm saying? But women love to laugh, though. If you can make them, you know, crack jokes, you got that gift to gag, that you know, that sauce and shit. Like, I mean, you good, you know what I'm saying? But that's a good question, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Women do act more comfortable with their homegirls than they do with. I see that shit every day on my Instagram page. 
Yeah, I ain't hating. I see it every day. I ain't hating. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I really want to hear the mentality behind it. Like, you know, what I'm saying, I want, I want some of y'all to comment. You know, some of y'all beautiful women to comment. You know, what I'm saying, like, and give y'all intake. Like, why is that? Y'all well, more stop telling your homegirl all your damn business too. That's another yeah. reason why y'all single. Best advice my uncle gave me, though: keep your motherfucking business to yourself. Period. My thing is this right here: that nigga ain't got a car, and you like that nigga, and you feeling that nigga. And that nigga making you happy? Fuck what your homegirl got to say. <laughs> Fuck. If I say if no the man. person is building, you know what I'm saying? I will say that. Like, if you fucking with, like, if I'm fucking with a female dog, like, and she ain't trying to build on shit, she just got some good sex or whatever and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't really trying to do shit with her life. I can't fuck with Girl, you. Bro, it don't even be about the sex, man. I'm talking about dog. I just But mentally, mentally. I just seen, female, I just seen females had a homegirl fuck up a situation. I done seen shit like that. I done seen nigga when I was working at Polo, one of my partners was working there with me. Mm. He met a bad little chick up in there. They got to chopping it. My man's was from Flint and he was catching the bus every day. Mm. The Flint the Great Lakes. And he was coming back down to the city to mess with her. Sheesh. And she told her homegirl this nigga ain't having a car. And she stopped fucking with that nigga. Wow. She That's came funny. in the job and told that nigga, I can't fuck with you no more because nigga, you ain't trying to get your shit right. You ain't got a car yet. Wow. But you don't know what nigga going on behind closed doors. My mama said it best every day. Man, if you live in a neighborhood, apartment complex, whatever, and you went inside everybody's crib, you would see what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. That's facts. Damn. And hmm. stop doing this right here, man. I love y'all ladies, but stop doing this right here. If you feeding your kids, you clothing your kids, you taking care of them, stop acting like that shit is such a problem. That's being an adult. And that's being a responsible person and being a good mother. Mm. Now, if you didn't want to have them little motherfuckers, nigga, you should have dropped Close your legs. No. <laughs> if they ain't want to close their legs, you should put a condom on. And if nigga ain't want to eat and you fucked the nigga without a condom, you should have took the plan A, B pill. Right. So your ass couldn't get pregnant. I'm so tired of hearing that shit, man. I work. I go to school. I take care of my kids. I pay all my bills. Okay, what you should, nigga? You a grown-up. But I feel like a lot of women been scorned by certain niggas that wasn't shit. Fucked them over and shit like that. I feel like, ladies, if you've been in a relationship where a nigga fucked you over and fucked your mental up, you got to work on yourself, man. Like, you can't just be out here, oh, niggas ain't, you know, niggas ain't shit. Niggas cheat. Da, 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 da. You got to work on yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, but it shouldn't take you five, six, seven niggas to finally realize you need to work on yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's true, though. But like Cat Williams said, like, like, bitch, you need to understand what it is about your pussy that keep attracting ain't shit niggas. Like, that's real shit. Like, something about you keep attracting these type of niggas. So, you know, so you got to do self, you know, self-development type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of just blaming a problem on a nigga every time. Show all these niggas cheating, da, 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 da. And I get that shit for sure. Like, I'm a light-skinned nigga, you know, pretty boy type nigga and shit. Like, I get that all the time. They swear I got them lined up and shit. I ain't shit. Can't be in a relationship. It don't. It ain't always like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't judge a book by its cover, man. That's real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, man, this is uh, the first episode, man. We gonna uh, go ahead and get up out of here. We got another episode coming for y'all in a minute, you know what I'm saying? So stay tuned. You need this one. We gonna let y'all know right now, man. Go get that new that new uh, EP from Dino. That mother is long Wayne awaited. Wayne County. Wayne County is available. On, I it's on uh, my bad. My mixtape Spinrella and then Piff. Also, man, go get them new singles from CG popping. 
and motherfucking uh, Not the Same featuring D Woods, Long Live D Woods. Thanks. And on uh, Spotify and all streaming sites. And uh, shit, we always say we move the silence. We move the silence, baby.